How's it going, everybody? You are listening to the Eastminster Young Adults Podcast, a place where you can learn more about what it means to be a young adult Christian in times like these. You know, studies show that two of every three young adults have a challenging time finding Christian community. Eastminster Presbyterian Church seeks to create a community where you can be known, loved, and challenged without the fear of facing judgment. In doing so, we believe that the world will be a better place. So thanks for listening to the podcast. My name is Elizabeth Brose, and I'm part of the young adult crowd here at Eastminster. I'm originally from Andover, Wichita area, and I've grown up going to Eastminster with my parents and my brother. I'm now in my fourth year of studying at KU, and I had the privilege of being a youth counselor and also a summer intern at Eastminster in 2019. I've loved staying in contact with all the incredible students and staff at Eastminster, too. Pastor Joe gave me a question to answer so that you all could get to know me a little bit better. So here's the question. What are five books or films that have made a profound impact on you? So I'm just going to list them off here. One film that I thought of was The Genesis Code. It is very cheesy, but I absolutely loved it when I was younger. And some books and devotionals that I've really loved are I Choose the Sky by Emily Wilson, Delighting in the Trinity by Michael Reeves, God of Creation by Jen Wilkin, and The Spiritual Danger of Doing Good by Peter Greer. Okay, thanks for hearing me out. If you'd like to be the next young adult to answer a question on the podcast, Email Pastor Joe at jskillen at eastminster.org. Bye. All right, everybody, we're continuing in our conversation on habits. And today, the major theme is 1% better. And I'm going to combine a couple sources here. I'm going to go back to that James Clear Atomic Habits book. And also use this Charles Duhigg. He's got this great book called The Power of Habit. And in The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg talks about how uh, when we look at like the brain function and habits, um, scientists say that habits tend to um, develop in our brain in the process called chunking. Okay, so here let me try to explain this. Um, whenever so, have you ever tried something new like backing out, backing the car out of the driveway? And you remember like the first several times how it was just simply laborious and you were like inching back because you were so worried about not like driving on the grass or backing into something or overturning too much and, you know, not hitting the road correctly and stuff. And so it was tedious. Like every movement was like took all of our concentration. But now like over time, you've done it enough and you it's, it's kind of scary how how much our brain doesn't have to be in high gear in order to do some of these common habits. Well, they've just found that whenever we have enough muscle memory and experience in a habit, that our brain function actually kicks down. Like it doesn't actually have to use a lot of its energy. So our brain is doing two things throughout the day. It is trying to keep us alive and try to conserve as much fuel as possible. And so that's why habits are so important because we tend to just uh, go on autopilot so that our brain can uh, not burn as many calories and some of the things that we do all the time. So this is why like breaking a habit and starting a habit are so challenging. To break a habit is trying to stop our brain. It's trying to break up the chunks of all of that habit and pattern that we've done before. Uh, So that's why like Whenever we want to maybe like cut down on the sweets, 
Um, that's why it's so tough to when we walk by like the treat goodie bowl at the office, like to not like stop by and eat, you know, five handfuls of Skittles. Like it's just because our brain is used to doing that. It's our brain is on autopilot. And so to stop that is to break up some of the normal things that it expects to do in that location at that certain time of day. And this is why a new habit is tough is because the chunking mechanism is that a weird term? The chunking mechanism in our brain isn't fully, uh, fully formed yet. It needs to take some time to do so. So this is so I'm going to put Duhigg aside, and this is where I'm going to bring in James Clear. James Clear says that in order to make a new habit, we have to get 1% better at something. So he, this is what he started doing. This is why where like his atomic habits really builds around. Because this is what the new thing that he brings to the table. Uh, atomic is something that's kind of small, but it has a large impact at the same time. So whenever he's coaching somebody, let's say someone comes to him and say, and they want to be more routine in getting a workout in throughout the day. James Clear has this really kind of weird uh, uh, wisdom uh, for them at first. He says, what I want you to do is just to wake up at the time that you're going to start working out, but don't go work out. Just wake up that time of day. So let's say it's like 5.30. So just wake up and then instead of going to work out, just go ahead and get ready for the day. And then the next day, wake up at 5.30 and put on your workout clothes. And so, and that's it. Like don't go work out, just wake up and put on your workout clothes. Okay, the next day, wake up and put on your workout clothes and drive to the gym, but don't go inside. <laughs> okay, and this sounds ludicrous, right? Is that the next day, wake up, put on the workout clothes, drive to the gym, go into the gym, but walk around or maybe just do something for like a couple of minutes and then go home. You will obviously look strange in doing so, but just do it. And so he just has like this, like this very gradual stacking of activities because what it's doing is it's developing the deep groove in the brain. It's developing the parts of the chunking mechanism of our brain and over time, we all have greater strength and greater resolve if we just try to get 1% better routinely. So it might be every day, it might be every week, just do 1% better. And this is something that for those of us who are real scientific and we're like type A and perfectionistic, this is something that we can actually measure. Like this is something that we could say, okay, I want to play piano for 10 minutes today. And then tomorrow it's going to be 11 minutes. And then the next day it's going to be 12 minutes. Or if you want to like, grow in reading, okay, I'm going to read one page today. Okay, I'm going to read two pages tomorrow. Now this seems ludicrous because we can like, we can certainly go and get a five minute workout in, or we can go and like walk on the treadmill for 15 minutes today. Like we're already there. But what happens if we do 15 minutes today, but then like we space out and we don't go for several days? that's when like the condemnation loop goes in our brains. And so instead of like doing the best that we can, you know, without a plan and just seeing how it goes, you know, it's instead of, instead of doing that by just stacking gradually in our lives, um, we develop the discipline and discipline is important to see something through because we're going to feel like it on some days. We're not going to feel like it on some days. And so, discipline actually reaps a harvest. And we actually get this language in the book of Hebrews, where it says, uh, you know, the writer of Hebrews says that discipline does not seem pleasant at the time. However, 
it creates a harvest of righteousness for those who are trained by it. And so we just have to get into the process of getting 1% better. So let's say it's developing a prayer life. Let's start with uh, having our prayer resources out on the table in the morning so that when we wake up and they're on the table that we can, we've got our spot figured out, right? And so then maybe the next day it's to do for two minutes, just pray for two minutes with those resources in that spot. Maybe the next day it's to try to make it to three minutes or four minutes. And once again, it'll seem ludicrous at first. However, it, this chunking mechanism begins to happen in our brain and we start having all this muscle memory and all this all of this force helping us, like pushing us behind us, like it's it's leading us deeper and deeper into new habits, okay? And then the breaking of habits. We're trying to break up the chunks. And so it's backing off a branch in essence. So maybe it is like uh, wanting not to gossip about our friends, okay? And so we just got, okay, we start by saying, okay, I know I'm going to gossip today. I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I'm going to start taking notice of when and why and who I do it with. And perhaps as we begin to evaluate and start to take notes, we can just say, okay, I'm going to spend a little bit less time with that person today. Okay, I'm not going to spend as much time kind of in the open common area with uh, my coworkers uh, because that's where it normally happens. Or, you know what, I'm not going to jump on that texting stream. I'm actually going to ignore that text group that me and my coworkers have developed because that's where a lot of the gossip happens. I'm just going to silence it. Like, I'm not going to unfollow these people. I'm just going to turn it off and just see and evaluate after today. And bit by bit, we walk off, we back off the branch and get to a more of a healthy place and we break up the chunking in the brain. So 1% better is all we're shooting for. And over time, that 1% correction, those small atomic changes lead to massive results and to a massive harvest of righteousness as the scripture says it. So give it a try. And once you give it a try, tell me what you think. Uh, it'd be good to see these new habits developing in our lives, but also some of the breaking up of the chunking of the poor habits that we'd like to cease doing for uh, the next uh, days ahead. So get, drop me a line. Tell me what you think. Thanks for hearing me out. All right, everybody, real quick before we get to the two group announcements that we've been um, having on the podcast, I just want to let you know that Eastminster is in the middle of a three-week series on trying to put community together. And what we're sharing from the pulpit on Sunday mornings is that it's important to find community. That's just a general principle in the Christian life. But also during this uh, ongoing pandemic, we don't know if there's going to be uh, restrictions on group sizes and all that stuff. It's important for us to uh, to pandemic-proof the church so that people feel connected. So one of the initiatives that we're starting is three is enough. What we're saying is that three individuals or three couples or a mixture of those is important for us to at least find that group size in order to have Christian community where we can encourage one another and comfort one another and pray for one another and just be there for each other and then serve our community together. And so we're starting uh, some initiatives of trying to put people together in these smaller groups. So if you're looking for a small group, I encourage you to go to eastminster.org groups and you'll find a couple of different ways to get connected. First, there's a couple of dozen grow groups that we already have started. We have a young adult one 
on Sunday mornings. And uh, we're going to do the Enneagram one on Monday nights starting here in a couple of weeks. But also there's some with uh, other generations of of our church. And so there's dates and times and specific details about it are hosted there. You can also decide that you want to form a group yourself. You've got a couple of friends uh, or maybe like a married couple and a couple friends and you want to start one of these three is enough groups, there's a way to tell us who all is going to be in your group. And we'd like to know so that we can continue to uh, come alongside and encourage group life at Eastminster. So you can choose that option there in the form. And if you're brand new to Eastminster, you don't know who you, which group to join. You don't know people that you'd start a group with, but you'd like to join one. Uh, please, there's an option there. You can submit your name and then one of us on staff will follow up with you. Along with this, I want to leverage the Facebook rooms thing that Facebook has just announced or they've put it in You know, here recently trying to bring some competition to Zoom. So stay tuned to our Facebook page because I'm going to plan some Facebook rooms Three is enough groups just for young adults. And how you can do that is, you know, you just tell me that you want to join that room at that date and time. We'll plan it. A messenger, I think, gives you a message and just alerts you. And then so maybe like during a lunch hour, um, three or four of us or maybe six of us can get on a Facebook room and we can uh, go through some discussion about how our faith life is going. Once again, these three enough, uh, three is enough groups are centered around three questions, and uh, they're important. The, the first question is, what are you learning? Because we're constantly trying to learn the Christian faith. The second one is, how can I pray for you? Because the Bible tells us to pray for one another and to carry each other's burdens. And so we um, discuss that during these three is enough groups. And then lastly, what will you do for the sake of another person in the next seven days? because we need to be people on mission. And so it can be as easy as I'm going to write a thank you note to a few coworkers who really helped me this week. Okay, great. That That's encouraging another person and that's um, doing something for them. Or maybe it is I'm going to pick up a grocery run for our house and for all my roommates. Um, it's not my turn, but I want to go the extra mile for them. That's great. It's doing something for them. So uh, we'll cover those questions. We could do it online. Uh, we could also put you in groups to meet in person, maybe on back porches or at coffee shops or whatever you'd like to do. So we just want to try to get people together in groups. So uh, please take this opportunity to, to be connected. This is our chance to help connect one another in the fall season ahead. So I encourage you to do so. All right. Thanks for hearing me out. All right, everyone, this is Pastor Joe with a quick update on the group that we're trying to start, the Enneagram study. If you remember, we were trying to start it in August, but because of the continual mitigation of COVID-19, we decided to push it to September. So it'll still be on Monday nights. It'll start September the 14th at 7 o'clock to 8.30 here at the church. So if you'd like to join us, just plan on joining that night. Uh, there's a book involved, The Road Back to You. I think Amazon sells it for $15, so you can go out and get it on your own. Or if you need a copy, just let me know and I can order some copies and have one ready for you. But we'll just uh, meet every Monday as long as we can, as long as there's not a conflict. And we'll work our way through the book and through all nine types of the Enneagram. What you got to get from this study is just a general idea of who you are and what it means to be in security, what it means uh, to be under stress and how to grow in your walk with God because of how you're uniquely made. So it's going to be a great time to learn about yourself and to get to know others. And so I encourage you to send me an email, jskillen at eastminster.org, so you can get on the list. All right, thanks. Hi, Eastminster Young Adults. My name is Wendy Stevens, 
and I'm offering a grow group this fall at 9.30 on Sunday mornings with my husband, Jason, and I hope that you'll join us as we talk about relationships. We want to make sure that we are talking about a subject that all young adults have questions about, and we found that relationships is the one area we all have in common. We want to build a relationship with our friends, with our families, but we're also always looking for that person who is going to complete us. God has a plan for every stage in our life, but when we're single, is that really our purpose? We're going to be talking about these subjects, and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you the things that I've learned during this time that we've been apart. I hope that you'll join us on Sunday mornings. We're moving into room C15, and together we'll explore the topics that have to do with a relationship in your life and with the ones that are yet to come. See you soon. Hey, before we go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating so that more people can be drawn to the podcast. We also have a Eastminster Young Adults Facebook page. If you'd like to be a part of that, please look for it and send a request so we can add you to the closed group so you can stay up to date on all the things that are going on in young adult life. Thanks. We'll see you next time.